0: Hello and welcome back to season two of the TPM podcast. I'm calling it season two because it's been three months since the last episode and season two makes it sound much more professional than just having an unplanned three min- months off. Um, it was sort of planned. I wanted to make sure that we got some episodes lined up and this first episode of season two is with Ashley Ferguson and Billy Marlow of Vorto Fitness so for those that don't know they are both crossfit coaches and competitors and this episode is mainly designed to give you the listener and me recording it an idea of what starting with crossfit is like the mindset the way that they coach and all of that i think it's a really interesting episode and i hope you enjoy it so without any further ado i shall hand over to myself did you go straight from like not training into CrossFit or is it something that you um, found your way to through other versions other types of training before you got started?
1: Um, So it's like through the years I've done like bits going to the gym I've had a bit of personal training but i have never really stuck at anything and then I started uh, some PT at the CrossFit gym that we're based at now Um, and then just from that started doing the classes and then got into it and then just yeah really enjoyed it so CrossFit's the first thing that I've really stuck at in a gym
0: yeah but you had a little bit of experience in the gym before you went to yeah
1: long. a little bit like I say dipped in dipped out of little things I've done like spin before I've done uh different classes at different gyms body pump circuits that kind of thing uh, but yeah CrossFit's really different Yeah, and so I think that's why I've stuck at it
0: yeah Billy, was it the same for, for you?
1: Um, no, so probably a
2: little bit different for me. So I've probably always been quite sporty, like even through school, um, always been like football, netball, hockey, done that sort of thing while I was at school. Okay. And then started with fitness classes, so similar to Ash, like body pump, leg bums, and tums and doing that. And then started to make it a little bit more of a priority, probably about five, six years ago, um, and got more into sort of like your traditional strength training type stuff. Okay. Um, at a commercial gym had a personal trainer on and off with that as well um, and started to make that a little bit more of a priority and then it wasn't until so I think about three years ago started going to a CrossFit class um, always thought I was relatively quite fit from being in sports until I started going there it was very different. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can imagine I can imagine I was saying just before we started the call to to Ashley that I did a uh, boot camp on saturday that i've been promising to do for ages with matt from hybrid fitness who i have obviously known for a long time and i've been saying i'd go and do one of his boot camps for a long time and i again is similar to what you were saying before you started crossfit felt like i was fairly fit not very fit i never claimed to be very fit um but you know fit enough to hold my own and during the class i was fit enough to hold my own but i've been debilitated for about four days ever since so yeah i can i can probably imagine what that was like so what made you ashore go back to you um what made you think to try and go and do crossfit because obviously it's not like with going into like your typical big corporate gym and there's classes on and they're free usually and all of that like with crossfit it means going over to a separate place what made you think to do that in the first place
1: so the reason we started at uh, Vorto is because it's literally opposite the unit where my mum works. Okay. And she saw it opening and it just went from there. She, she just went to me, should we try it? And then, yeah. So I haven't got this big research into CrossFit and yeah, no yeah. I want to try something new. It was just by chance that the gym opened opposite where my mum worked. okay. And she was like, oh, I'm going to book us a PT session. And from there, it just spiraled into this weird CrossFit training that we all do.
0: <laughs> okay. was Again, Billy, was that, so were, were you two friends before you started working together at the same gym or is this some, have you met since?
1: Yeah. So
2: I think it's more, it ended up being a whole family thing. Okay. <laughs> as soon as one person started going, then everybody started going and before, you know, it, it was pretty much the whole family out of water.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. All oh, right. Okay. So everybody's it's quite, just it's quite nice
2: though um because obviously it can be quite intimidating going to a new gym when you're on your own but we didn't really have that because i suppose there was a group of us that went at first yeah. we didn't have that walking in, being intimidated and being on your own because there was a few of us that went together
0: yeah yeah and i suppose it's um i suppose the culture i mean we'll get onto this obviously but there's i suppose the culture at crossfit is quite community-based isn't it it's not uh, it, the the culture isn't really going in and doing your own thing it's it's a little bit more based around everybody being together anyway isn't it
1: yeah especially at Vorto the community's great isn't it Bill like everyone's so supportive of everyone and everyone just seems to want everyone to do well and we cheer each other on and all supportive and I think that's why we like the classes so much because you get to know everyone Mm -hmm. and everyone's so happy for everyone hitting PBs doing 500 meter row PB things like that everyone's cheering you on so it is great yeah Yeah I think it's a similar
2: sort of so whether you're a beginner so I remember feeling the same when I first started that everyone was really supportive whether you've been doing it two weeks or whether you've been doing it two years there's still the same sort of vibe and everyone's supporting each other Uh, it's really good.
0: Yeah I think that's probably something for a lot of the people that I coach it's something that potentially people feel like they're missing maybe a little bit with the gym I think even something simple like knowing if you know everybody and you know, life gets busy for a couple of weeks. I think if you were to miss several sessions, just knowing that it is a community that you're not taking part in, would probably be an extra push to go and actually get sessions in when maybe it would be easy if you were just training at a big gym on your own maybe it'd be a bit easier to to drop off
1: yeah definitely because i think say if you walk into your typical commercial gym you don't it's not that close so you don't really get chance to get to know that many people you might see people that you recognize and be able to just say hello and things but walking into a crossfit gym because like you say it's a mainly class-based obviously we have people doing their own things um in the open gym but generally it's class-based and everyone knows everyone and you can literally when you walk in the gym you could talk to any one of the members and you'd feel you feel so comfortable and you just settle into the class really quickly
0: yeah it seems like from somebody who's like i've never been to a crossfit gym but it seems like from people that i know that have been to crossfit gyms as well that that is Sort of a typical experience of going to a crossfit gym as well it seems it seems like um like with different gyms so i've trained a, a lot of different gyms but never a crossfit gym and i will say i won't say out loud on a podcast but i will say when not when it's not recorded that i don't like going there because the atmosphere is not great there and i do like going here because everybody's really friendly and you know and it's a little bit more hit and miss even within commercial gyms where you get the same brand but lots of different gyms completely different vibe whereas it seems from the outside at least looking in like that community is sort of built into the CrossFit experience which seems like a really nice thing especially if you're somebody like you say you in your case Ash when you were starting had not had dipped in and out but had never stuck to something it seems like something that would really help a lot of people in that sense.
1: Yeah it's really good because coming into CrossFit it's got so many different movements that you probably wouldn't cover in a typical gym so when you're coming into a class, you can think, oh, my, I've never done that before. Oh. But all the members will help you out and they'll give you little tips that other people might not think of. So like different cues on how to do a movement. And everyone's got their own little bit of knowledge that they can bring, which also helps because obviously you've got your main coach leading the class. But really? because you have like, say, however many people doing doing the class, it can be hard for them to go around yeah. specifically. So having... members there that have got their own little knowledge base of what helps them Mm -hmm. that can help you going in as a beginner especially
0: yeah yeah and i guess billy as well like the the, one of the first things that i thought of when you said about your background being in being very sporty as a kid i guess crossfit is probably as a as an adult (laughs) is probably the closest you can get to replicating that aside from finding the team sport which is often quite difficult i guess CrossFit's probably as close as you can get to maintaining that that sort of feel I guess
2: yeah I suppose especially with a lot of the classes that we do as well and we do a lot of partner workouts mm. um which again are really nice and it's nice change mm. doing something with someone else and it pushes you along as well doesn't it um, and sort of having that team aspect to things um whether you do things in twos or whether you do things in fours or sometimes we've had that we literally split the class in half and you do things against each other and sort of having that where you are in teams and you're doing the team sport and you're part of like a bit of a team player I suppose and that's quite nice sometimes as well. You're not to going in, you're not training on your own.
0: Yeah, I think it probably, um, one thing that I, the the longer I spend coaching people now, something that I focus on a lot more is the fact that there's obviously performance goals built into that. And I suppose while you might start at a CrossFit gym, still with the intention of, I'd like to, to lose a bit of weight, I'd like to look this way, look that way. I think probably having the performance goals built in is a good way of not not just for not forgetting about you know the visual side of training and the way that you want to look but having other things take priority you know performance take priority and and stuff like that did did either of you start going into the gym as like um did you ever start with the intention of i would like to look x way or was it literally just a case of i wanted to be fit and healthy or
2: yeah but I, th- I think it changes very quickly mm-hmm. so I think you go into it initially with like you said it's more around aesthetics and how you look or wanting to lose a bit of weight mm-hmm. and I think once you've been there a few months it very quickly changes because you see how other people are um, yeah. you see for doing pull-ups for example you walk into a gym you see people like smashing out sets of pull-ups and you think wow I really love to be able to do that yeah and it becomes less about how much you weigh and what the number says on the scales and more actually do you know what I'd rather give that a go regardless of how, how heavy I am or of yeah. how it makes me look Um, I think it changes pretty
0: quick yeah yeah I can imagine Ash was your experience any any different having come from like a little bit of more commercial gym type
1: yeah um like Billy said I think a lot of the time you start the gym because you want to lose a bit of weight or you want to get fitter but the good thing about the CrossFit style of training is there's so many different aspects of it so you've got your gymnastics you've got your typical strength training you've got your Olympic lifting and then you tend to find something that you really like and then within that you you think oh I want to get a little bit stronger on that or I want to lift a bit heavier or row a bit faster and I think you find the bit that you really like and you get really excited by it so then it flips it's no longer oh I just want to lose weight or I just want a smaller waist and it's like no, I want to. I want to do a quicker five hundred meter row, or I want to lift the heavier snatch. And it's yeah, it completely flips your mindset on it. I think. Yeah. And it's doing things you've never done before, so you think, God, I never would have thought I'd be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it changes really fast.
0: So, so from your experience of, because obviously you both PT but CrossFit based. Do you find that you still get a lot of people that come to you with that initial goal of because obviously the coaching that i do 90 percent of the people that come to me say they want to lose weight for this thing or that thing and then i have to try and like encourage the performance side of things to try and you know to take the focus not completely away from the visual stuff but try and make it not the sole the sole goal do you find being based where you are that you still get people who come with that? mentality or or do you find that you get people who are coming because they want to be better at clean and presses and pull-ups and, and stuff like that and
2: um, i suppose it's, it's a bit both really so you still get a lot of people that come because they want to lose weight um or then you will get a couple of people that want to so like a pull-up program for example or they want mm-hmm. to start doing strict pull-ups or they might want pt around technique on a lift that they're struggling with So you see both sides of it. But I mean, predominantly, I'd say it probably is a lot of people that want to lose weight Mm -hmm. um, and just want a different environment. I think because of the support and the community aspect of a CrossFit gym.
1: Yeah.
2: They've got that support there and it's sort of accountability, isn't it? And sort of helping to push along.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I find as well, a lot of my clients, they will come in with that initial, I want to lose weight. Um, I've got this event coming up and I want to get in a certain dress or things like that. Um, but once you start bringing in a different style of training that they've never done before, mm-hmm. they they become really proud of themselves and they'll come in and they'll, oh, we're doing deadlifts today because they've never done deadlifts, but they find that they really like it and then they're lifting heavier than they ever could have imagined. And they're like, wow, I actually really enjoy this. And again, it's being able to flip that mindset. Yeah, it's great if we can lose weight alongside it, but look look at what you're doing yeah. six months ago. You you wouldn't have ever imagined you would be deadlifting 67 to get 80 kilos, but then they end up feeling really proud of themselves. And I find for myself, if I can do that for them and get that mindset for them, I feel happy then. And I feel like I'm doing my job right.
0: Yeah. So do you feel like it's something that you have to consciously, so again, like with the type of coaching that I do, I have to make a conscious effort to try and shift people across to thinking about other things do you find that because of where you're based and the type of training that you do, that it's something that maybe naturally happens? Or do you are you consciously thinking as a PT, they're thinking about losing this amount of weight now and they're very focused on what they weigh and how they look. I need to try and make them think a little bit about other things, or is that something that just happens sort of naturally with the type of training you do? I
2: think it, it sort of just happens. So I had a lady in for PT a couple of weeks ago and um, we'd got on the scales that day and it happened that she'd lost two pound. And then we went into a row test and she she got a 500 metre row average down by 22 seconds. And at the end of the session, she didn't care that she'd lost two pound. All she was focused on is how well she'd done on a row. Mm -hmm. And I mean, for for us, that's obviously because we like the the performance based goals where you're not bothered about what the number on the scale says. And Mm -hmm. it, it was so nice to see that she just sort of naturally picked up on that and weren't so bothered about how much weight she'd lost but was more bothered about how well she'd done and how her fitness had improved. So I suppose that was really nice to see as well, that it just sort of happens without us having to push it sometimes.
1: Yeah. 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 I find as well, because, so when the clients come in and they look at say me, Billy or whatever, and they think, Oh, slim, whatever. But then when they, if they, if I tell them how much I weigh, they're like, what? No. (laughs) And then, But obviously, because we've got more muscle and things like that, Mm -hmm. they're like, "Mm, "You never weigh that." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I do." But obviously, you you think I look slim for that, so it doesn't matter what that scale say. Mm -hmm. It's how you feel and how you look and how you're performing. And once, like you say, once that naturally starts to change, they're like, "You know what? Yeah, I'll go on the scales today, but it doesn't matter what it says on there." Mm -hmm. And you have to take that priority away from the scales Mm -hmm. and change it to how they feel in themselves. Um and I think seeing it an increase in their performance and the lifts and things like that, that helps change that mindset really easily.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a, a really good, especially I mean, in my experience, not solely female clients, but I guess generally female clients are a little bit more worried about the scale than male clients, just because there's this like cultural thing about lighter being better. So I suppose being able to show, you know, I weigh a little bit more than you would expect me to weigh and still look a way that maybe a client would like to look. I guess that probably works. I don't know how closely you you two work on the food side of things as well, like with helping people with nutrition, but I would imagine it helps on that side as well for people who come to you. Maybe they've tried dieting on a ridiculously low amount of calories before. And I would imagine I've not asked before the call, I would imagine two people who work in a CrossFit gym and competing CrossFit and train for CrossFit are not on 1200 calories a day <laughs> um yeah I, so do you I work always on... get the yeah, say cool.
2: i always get the comment like you literally do not stop eating <laughs> yeah. which i will eat all the time <laughs> yeah. and i think people are always quite surprised then when you when you see or you tell them how much you weigh or whatever else They're not, but how do you mm. eat that much like i don't get it but then i think when you're training perf- for performance rather than for aesthetics you need to eat to fuel your body else you're not going to get through the workouts so I suppose, like, tracking your calories and just seeing, like, on an average day what you eat with the workouts that you do. You eat a lot of food. Because yeah. <laughs> so when you tell clients,
1: that they're always really surprised with what you're eating. Mm-hmm. I think as well, Billy, you'll know, because you did um, a bodybuilding competition, didn't you, Bill? And so, obviously, uh, when you were going on to the to stage to, to do the competition, you were obviously eating a lot lower calories. And you know yourself, you couldn't perform as you use it because Billy is a machine. Wow. I, I, I tried to do
2: both at the same time and it backfired massively. <laughs> uh, so obviously I'm on cutting calories while still trying to do a CrossFit
1: workouts didn't really work out for me. Uh, I think that it just shows that you have to eat to perform. Obviously, if you're trying to do a bodybuilding competition, it doesn't go in hand in hand with CrossFit. But if you want to perform in CrossFit, you have got to fuel your body. Like Billy said, if you don't fuel your body, you're not going to be able to complete the workouts. And CrossFit can be quite intense. Some of the workouts, you have to push yourself to get through them. And if you've not got the fuel there, it's just it, you're not going to be able to do it. So that, I do think it's really important to push the nutrition side. Um, and I, when I have consultations with my clients initially, I'll say to them, I'm not going to turn around and put you on ridiculously low calories because it's just not sustainable. You're going to feel really rubbish for it, and you're not going to be able to come and do the sessions. So I, I do like to push. No, we're not going to drop your calories super low because it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot. I've never, never even considered competing in in bodybuilding myself, but I've obviously got a lot of friends that have, and I've also got clients who were clients with me, and then decided they we going to go and compete my reaction is always like you're going to need a different coach then because I, I can't help you with that um but like I the one thing that I would I mean two things first of all trying to comp- continue doing CrossFit training and competing in bodybuilding. I don't know whether that deserves <laughs> a medal or whether I just think you're a little bit mad or what but that I mean it's impressive either way um but the other thing that i think so I'm, i'm dieting at the minute and one thing that i have told a lot of clients that i've got that are dieting not bodybuilding level dieting but dieting is that it's really helpful during but especially afterwards i think to have some sort of performance goal that you're excited about achieving so that because you as you gain body fat it's really easy even if everybody else is still going oh you look amazing it's really easy to get in your own head about the fact that you're gaining body fat and you're starting to look differently and you're looking differently from how you did when everybody wanted to take pictures and tell you how amazing you looked it's really useful to have that sort of performance goal lined up at least even if you're not doing that while you're dieting just have something lined up that you're excited about afterwards so was it case of with the bodybuilding stuff did you was it did you find it easier coming out of a competition knowing that you've got something else to work towards
2: um probably not initially no no okay it's that shock of you literally cut your fat right down that you and then coming back out of that putting weight on to try and then complete the crossfit workouts it's difficult then seeing like oh i've got no abs no more like where have they gone or where have all these lines gone and that's difficult but then I suppose when you sort of come out the other side of it, you're looking at like what, two, three months before you will start to see any progress or you've got your energy levels back. Mm-hmm. But then it is sort of nice. So now I'm at the stage of where I've put all my body fat back on and mm-hmm. probably a lot more. <laughs> um, but then I'm seeing um, a difference in my lifts, like all of my lifts, I'm hitting PBs now again on my lifts, which is quite nice to see that although all right, like I have, I've put that body fat back on, which I wasn't really initially very happy about at all, mm-hmm. but you're seeing a difference in your performance and, the difference from when I was on cutting, so I cut my carbs about four weeks out, and was still trying to complete really long metcons at the gym, <laughs> um, and I was getting about ten minutes in and having to stop. And everyone was like, "What's what's wrong with you? What's going on?" Yeah. Um, the difference from that to then when you can see when you're eating properly and fueling your body, and that now you can complete. Like the work we did high rocks on the weekend, didn't we? And you think that's what an hour and a half workout that you can complete and just not really think twice yeah. because you're fueling your body differently to be able to do that yeah whereas on the calories i was eating before i couldn't even do 10 minutes yeah
0: (laughs) would you um would you ever consider doing bodybuilding again
2: um yes
0: you would (laughs) all right okay that's interesting because i think a lot of i think as somebody who is what 23 minutes into talking to you for the first time that i as much as you might have found it difficult and this is like not meant to um reduce your your experience of like post competition but like i've got a conversation with uh, a woman called claire tomorrow who did her first bodybuilding competition about a year ago and she i and i think her experience is probably quite typical in the sense that like a year on she feels like she's still recovering from that it still feels like so i think perhaps having that um performance goal even if it has like obviously it's going to feel difficult still gaining the body fat back and and all of that sort of stuff just knowing like you say now that you're now able to do 90 minute workouts when you couldn't do 10 and you're getting stronger that sort of stuff must it must at least smooth that transition out of bodybuilding competitions because the first one i think to be two or three months later and and as strong as you are must be must be quicker than most people recover maybe um
2: potentially yeah yeah um I think because I think I continued to do CrossFit throughout the whole time I didn't necessarily lose it as much I think I only struggled in the last few weeks when I've cut my food it was when I cut my carbs more than everything else so even when I was on low calories because I was still doing CrossFit I think I literally just got straight back into it I think two three days later I was back in the gym doing CrossFit workouts Um, I think it's just from the bodybuilding side of it I think it's the structure in the routine and having something and it's a massive mental challenge isn't it so it's more of that than anything else thinking oh can I do it
0: yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's um yeah it's interesting so i, I yeah, i'd be interested to see um doing it another time round whether you whether you notice any difference with continuing the crossfit workouts and how how far out from competitions because i mean i know people that are nine weeks out that feel like they can barely get on a treadmill to do some steps so the fact that you could even do 10 minutes into a crossfit workout is quite a quite an impressive uh feat definitely so obviously both of you are PTN now i'm going to split this up into two separate questions one from a selfish point of view and then one for the people that are actually listening we'll do that we'll do that one first if i was getting so i'll talk about my my typical client is somebody who has done spells in the gym uh maybe some classes maybe tried to do something that looked a little bit like your traditional like bro split chest one day back next day so it looked, something like that maybe done a little bit of cardio on machines and tried to diet before if that sort of person wanders into your gym and says they want a PT session how does how does it look so let's say they don't have their entire family coming with them to ease the transition how what does that first like week two weeks look like for that person
1: um, so I think the good thing about coming to Vorto especially if you're quite new is we can open up in the middle of the day say when there's no one there at all mm-hmm. so if you're quite self-conscious I mean, obviously it depends on their work and whether they can fit into the middle of the day I know mm-hmm. not everyone can but if you're really self-conscious and you're not sure of the gym and you're you like oh, I put a lot of weight on I've never been this way before don't worry you can come in there's going to be no one there it's going to be just me and you we can talk through your goals and we can train without you feeling like people are looking at you because I know talking to a lot of my clients is they'll go into a commercial gym and they'll feel like everyone's looking at them they don't realize everyone's there for their own workout mm-hmm. but if you're in a position where you weigh in more than you would usually or you put some weight on you do become self conscious and you you just you think oh i'm not doing it right or people are looking at me so you can come into water, be just me and the client and we can focus on getting the work done setting goals um and doing exercise that maybe you've never done before but we can teach you the right technique to do those exercises exercises and i always think when it comes to my client, i lo- i would like to teach them to be able to go to a gym on their own and do it
0: yeah. because
1: being realistic they're not going to be with you forever so it's a bit of education for them as well to be able to go and do these things on their own so we'd yeah we'd get the nutrition uh sorted we'd set a calorie goal not too low and um, we'd talk about the importance of nutrition so having a higher protein diet we'd look at goals at performance goals and weight loss because obviously that's what they're initially coming for and I like to find out what exercises they like and what they don't like because if someone comes to me and says I hate running and then I give them a mile run they can be like I am not going back to her so there's loads of different exercises you can do it doesn't have to be running so if you don't enjoy it we won't do it that's fine not a problem there's loads of things we can do so I like to come up with a plan so say if my clients come in to build muscle we'd look at your compound lifts we'd identify them we'd test them to see where you're at the, at the beginning and then we'd set a plan to build them and we'd do like percentage waves and things like that throughout four eight twelve weeks whatever and then we'd retest at the end and then that then comes in with your like your performance goals so in four weeks they might be lifting heavier and they're like oh look at me like that's really good and that's it like you say mindset flipped so yeah I definitely like to have a plan in place and work similar kind of lifts and cardio elements so that they can track progression I think that's really important as well as tracking your weight loss
0: yeah yeah i i really like the the, the, the way that you uh, sort of lay that out because that again as an online coach that is something that i get all the time of like i don't want to go into this gym because i feel self-conscious because everybody's looking and you can tell people as much as you like that nobody's paying attention but one thing that's not always true like sometimes if there are other people about sometimes people do pay attention to other people like that is just something that happens so to have that opportunity to have somebody in and just have some one-to-one time in the gym's got to be something that's really valuable and also having that plan so if you were to separate something like crossfit from a traditional circuit type training the fact that you have that progression built in so you're doing percentages you're doing like periodization with your exercises and you're doing technique work and stuff it's it might look from the outside like it's 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 just a circuit and it isn't crossfit it's just circuit training but actually there's there's so much more programming and planning that goes into it that you know means that people are making progression yeah that's perfect so the second part i suppose i, I can now di- direct this at, at billy would be if you had somebody who i don't know had been training for 10 or 11 years had done spells of um bodybuilding style training spells of powerlifting training and was looking at going into a powerlifting block now and they were to express an interest in something like say Olympic lifts and stuff like that. So you've got somebody who's experienced in the gym, but hasn't done stuff like Olympic lifts and other movements that are really typical of CrossFit, but don't necessarily get done by your typical gym goers. How would you look at introducing that into a routine of somebody who was already training?
2: I suppose with that, especially with Olympic lifts, obviously there's a lot of technical aspects to it. Um so initially I'll be wanting to spend a lot of time one-to-one with the client, yep. going through what the technique work is. Um they can be quite tricky, especially some of them like a snatch, for example. I mean three years in and I'm probably still still trying to get it. Uh so there's a lot of technical side to it as well. So trying to go through that is so important, especially with big Olympic lifts when you are lifting heavy weights, because obviously CrossFit, we all know injury prone, whatnot, especially when you're like chucking what 60-70 kilo above your head. Um, so spending a lot of time getting the technique right and then again it's quite similar to what ash has just said with your percentage work so with a lot of your lifts like that you'll want to test your one at max first and then work off percentages off the back of that um, obviously that that's the only way you're going to really track your progress then and retesting every so often um, but with getting a new client in that's only really done like your bodybuilder style training and stuff like that before it's nice to be able to do something different Um, and go through that with you both learning together then aren't you it's not like they don't know what they're doing even though they're a normal gym goer and they've been going to the gym for 10 years it's something new for them which is a little bit more exciting as well so hopefully it gives them a little bit more motivation to go to the gym to learn something new and to want to pick up on those new skills and techniques as well
0: yeah yeah definitely I mean for for anybody listening who didn't pick up on what I was hinting at there I was obviously talking about myself (laughs) and um (laughs) um, yeah because it's something that I I was when I was deciding what I was going to do post diet this time around I've got some strength goals that I want to hit in terms of like powerlifting stuff so that is that is the first goal but it's the Olympic lifting side of things is something that I'm really interested in moving forward um yeah so I will I'll, I'll be in touch at some stage when when once I've once I've hit these um powerlifting targets that I want to hit I shall I shall definitely be in touch for those who have never tried CrossFit and are interested in getting started and obviously in the area so like Wolverhampton area where do they find both of you both online and in person
1: um so Porto is based in Essington um it's on an industrial site so it's not your super good gym so people don't really know it's there um look we're on instagram at vorto underscore fitness um so that's you can see the gym um and what we do and then i'm on instagram at ash ferguson underscore fit
2: and then obviously same with vorto fitness working there as well um, and then my instagram is at bill lovely
0: well thank you both for for coming on and um, yeah I shall I shall let you know when I'm when I'm ready to come and give things a try and I'll uh, if I do do that I shall also get some things filmed because I'm sure everybody who listens to this podcast would find it hilarious to see me um, trying to learn something new so yeah that should be good fun thank you for
1: having us thank you
0: thank you both